I tell you what, who can join me right now and raise your hand? You, you feel like you've had several things today try to keep you from being here tonight. I'll raise my hand. And uh, it just things have happened. I mean, right on up to right there at the last second, this microphone just falling apart. And uh, that never happens. It hadn't happened since we bought this thing. And all of a sudden, it just decides to just fall off. But listen, you're here, and we're about to get some Jesus. Amen? I am here to get all that I can get. How many of you can think back to a time when you really had a strong and a, a just cannot deny encounter with God? I want you to think back to those times in your life. I can think back to certain ages that I was where I can go back to a church and take you to the pew or the altar and walk you right into the building and say right there in that three foot circle I had an encounter with God if you've never had that and you've never experienced a really strong encounter with God it's time it's time we're not going to wait any longer it's time now listen you got to put some effort into it you've got to put some effort into this and you're here tonight it's a Friday guess what we're going to have church again tomorrow night we're going to have church Sunday morning. We're going to have church Sunday night. So, look, I don't feel sorry for you, and you don't feel sorry for me. Because nobody's going to feel sorry for each other when we're doing better. Amen? Amen. Heads up to everybody. This is my first revival ever in my life. I've never preached a Friday night, a Saturday night, a Sunday night. I'm not preaching Sunday morning. That's a surprise, and you'll find out Sunday morning. But... This is a first for me, and I will tell you one thing. I was nervous as all get out whenever I stepped up there to my wife during the ladies' conference. How many of you ladies were here at the conference? Raise your hand. All right, good. And, uh, you know, sometimes, man, you, you relate to me on this. One, there's certain things you step out, you're like, oh, it's, it, we're doing it now because we said it. Now we've got to do it. And so... Uh, I was like, Lord, I mean, I can preach a sermon a week. I'm good for that. Sometimes I start on Monday morning for the follow the, the next Sunday morning. And it takes all week long. I'm like, Lord, you're going to have to, just, I don't even know, God, I don't even know how. I mean, I, it, it's so, there's so much in here. Sometimes it's hard to just get it down. But I, I'm going to be brief tonight. First thing I want to do is I want to welcome all those who are watching online that couldn't make it here tonight. There's many that are out of town, many that are sick, and we welcome you. We thank you that we're thank you that you're joining with us online. Can we give our online crowd a good hand? <clears throat> if you're watching online, hit us up in those comments, share it, and uh, you know, let us know what God's doing for you at the house. And we're sorry that you can't be here, but uh, we're not going to feel sorry for you too much because. We know that if you can't make it tonight, we expect to see you Saturday night. And, well, if you have an excuse for Saturday, well, there's always Sunday morning, you know. And if you can't make Sunday morning, hey, there's always Sunday night. And then, of course, we'll have our Tuesday help nights and Wednesday church. And it's like we're here all the time. Uh, thank you to all the volunteers. Thank you for all the help that came here early to set up and get things ready for us. Once again, I want to give this praise team a, a good hand because they bless us. Are there any... Uh, are there any ministers in the house? If you would, just raise your hand. And we just want to thank you for being with here, us here tonight. And uh, if you're not a minister, <laughs> our senior pastor, of course. All right. As we always do here at Covenant Church, before we ever get started, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you tonight. We thank you, Jesus, that you are here in this place. Thank you for your presence and your anointing. We cannot do any of this without you, God. This is not religion. This is Jesus. And Lord, we ask that you come into this place. We ask, Lord, that you would break free the chains of bondage. Let freedom ring in this place. Lord, I pray that deliverance would reign in this place. 
healing in the name of Jesus. We're asking, Lord, that you would do these things. There are people, your people here tonight with some real needs, and they need a real God. And we know that you are a real God. You are a real present help in a time of need and struggle. And we thank you that you're here tonight. And we ask, God, that you anoint and bless those that are here. Let your healing power flow. Your Shekinah glory move in this place right now in the name of Jesus. And we're looking forward to the move. We're looking forward to the deliverance. We know it's coming. And we thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen. I want to begin this revival right now with just this statement. I want to offer up great hope, a great hope for those that are believing and they're knowing that they need something. God is going to save the lost. He is going to restore the hurting, the bound, the tormented, the sick, and the depressed. God is going to do it. If you were here, ladies, if you were here in the ladies' conference, you know that we prayed a simple prayer and we said, God, we need you to do, and, and we just popped out our list. <laughs> and we, we just said, here's our list, God. And I almost, I felt guilty about it because at the end of the service, when God was doing so many things, and I'm like, oh, man, we have prayed for that. And we have prayed for that. Situation. Oh, and you're up here, and you're getting delivered, and I'm just like, oh, all of these things that we had prayed for and asked God to, to do for, you know, these people and us. And then it started happening. And I'm like, we prayed for this. This is, what, this is why we came. So you're at a Friday night revival. Some people will come to a Friday night revival just to see what's going on. But let me tell you what revival is not. Revival is not hype. This is not just to hype us up like a pep rally. It's going to happen. We I am kind of hopped up right now. I drank my energy drink. I, I was jumping up and down over there and I, the music. And, but we don't want to get hung up in the hype. And, and we praise and worship. But we need a real encounter with God. Amen? We will walk out changed in Jesus' name. Why don't you say that with me? Just say, I'm going to walk out. I'm going to walk out of here changed in Jesus' name. So when I was getting this sermon together, I, I looked up the word revival. I'm like, let's just make it basic. Let's just start off and let's just define revival. It's improvement in the condition or strength of something. So you're here, you're at a revival service, and you say, well, I don't really need revival. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm good. I'm, I'm a Christian. I love God. But it's an improvement in the condition or strength of something. So you are strong. But you need an improvement in your strength. You are faithful. But you need an improvement in the condition of that. When It's also this. When something becomes important again. So that means that you, it has lost its importance. And there are those that are here tonight. And we can be honest with ourselves where we can say it really has lost its importance. Maybe you are a volunteer leader or you're a worker and you have, you have realized that you have started coming to church and it's almost a job. And you come in, I'm like, i got to do this, I've got to work the cafe, I'm an usher, I'm parking cars, I'm teaching, I'm just working, 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 I'm doing the Lord's work. But have we paused for a night like tonight and the rest of the nights to say, Lord, we're going to just forget about everything. We're going to forget about all of the duties that come with a large church and a big crowd and and let's make the important thing the most important thing and let's pick up and let's make something important again i'm ready for revival i'm ready for revival amen if you've got your bibles turn with me to exodus and we're going to go to exodus chapter 3 so if you've got your Bibles, just turn there with me. And if you don't, that's okay. We're going to put it up on these screens and you'll be able to read along with me. We'll just read just a few short verses. Exodus 3, 18. And they know how, how far I want to go along with this and follow along with me. Exodus 3, starting in verse 18. The elders of Israel will listen to you when you and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Let us take a three-day journey. Everybody say a three-day journey. Three journey. 
into the desert to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand compels him. Verse 20, so I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I will perform. And I underline that in my Bible, wonders that I will perform among them. I am anticipating and I know that there will be wonders performed in this revival. There's going to be a heart that is turned around. There's going to be somebody's life that is absolutely just flipped and twisted and turned around for the good. And we're going to see them a life change. And you're going to say, what happened? And we're going to say, Jesus. It was just Jesus. Wonders that I will perform among them. After that, he will let he will he will let you go the enemy will let you go if you're bound if you are in bondage if you have been in any kind of way oppressed by the enemy or the devil it is revival time and we are claiming that the enemy is going to let us go verse 21 the last verse that i'll read for a little bit and i will make the egyptians favorably disposed toward this people so that when you leave you will not go empty-handed. If you came to this revival and you had just, I'll just say, an inkling of anticipation, an inkling of faith, if you came in this place with just, if, if you just had a little bit of faith, I believe God is fixing to just absolutely rock your world. Now, there are some that just came, but that's okay because God is in the place and I do believe that we serve a God who can work on our hearts. Conviction can fall on the hardest heart, on the one who has absolutely turned their back on him. And he says, I'm here, I'm knocking, I'm waiting. And somebody in this revival is going to crack open the door that has been shut. And they're going to crack open the door and God is going to rush in. And there's going to be an immediate, an immediate, everybody say immediate healing and deliverance in Jesus name I believe it I believe it I'm ready I'm ready for revival tonight I want to title this escaping the enemy escaping the enemy before I even start and get too much into this I want to prophesy that we will escape the enemy we will leave our past and sins behind I, I so strongly believe in, in how God will bless the fruit of our lips and what we let pass over our, our lips and from our lungs and, and when we speak it out. Speak out a blessing. I'm speaking this out for us as a whole, but as I say it, say it for yourself. We will escape the enemy. We will leave our past and sins behind. God will strike down Satan and crush him. We will see signs and wonders. Everybody say, we will be free. And everybody say this, I will not leave empty-handed. I anticipate big and mighty and powerful things. As we raised our boys in, in our home, we, we spoke life and we spoke positive things into their lives. I remember when Bryce, uh, he, so he was the one playing the guitar here. If you don't know, in our family, I praise God that all of my family is very much involved in the ministry and, and working and doing. It's, a, it's an answer to prayer. It's a blessing. And we don't take that for granted. But I remember as a small child, I, I would have him walk around the house and say, just, I said, hey, just say this. Don't ask me why, just say it. I'm a genius. And he started saying that. Before he was a genius, he, started, he would walk around the house and say, I genius, I genius. Bryce, what are you? A genius, a genius. I spoke blessings over my children the day they were born. I remember on the table as, I mean, the first little, just, just fresh, fresh baby. It's fresh baby. And I reached up there and I put my pinky in there and I said, Lord, I pray that you will make all of 
his learning to be easy. I pray. I mean, I just started speaking every blessing I could find. I said, Lord, I pray that you would keep him, protect him. And I spoke all these blessings over him. And if you haven't had a chance to do that with your children, today is the day you speak those blessings over your children. And I did that. And then he was given to his mother, and, and she was doing the same thing. And we were working together. It's just important that you speak a blessing over your family and over yourself. And if you're not seeing it, that's okay. Just speak it. Just speak it. So we are going to see these things. We are going to be free. And I believe that none of us are going to walk out of here empty-handed. Man, I went to a three-day, three-night revival. Wasted my time. Didn't get a thing out of it. That's not going to happen. We are saying, I'm, I'm going to get a touch. I'm going to get what I need. I'm going to get that inspiration that I need. I don't want any of us to walk. Listen, here's what I don't want. I don't want us to all walk out of here motivated. Because, now hold up. You're like, whoa, wait a minute now. I came, we, I'm here to get motivated. Motivate me, Pastor. I don't want anyone to walk out of here motivated. I wanted you to walk out of here inspired. Motivation is an outside force. I can motivate you all day long. I can motivate you to go out there and say, I can pump us up enough to where all of us show up out there at the track in the morning, Saturday morning, and we're going to, man, I hadn't worked out in years, but man, Pastor was pumping me up. I went out there and I got my jogging suit on, got my headband. It's all matching. I bought that a long time ago. I had good intentions to work out. You know what? And I haven't done it, but he motivated me so strongly that I'm going to the track in the morning. We're all going to go out there. We're going to run and we're going to sweat until we throw up. I could motivate us to do that, but that's not going to last you. You're not going to lose the weight. You're not going to put the muscle on. You're not going to be as healthy as you need to be because that motivation is going to wear off. But to the person, without anybody saying anything to them, they wake up and they say, I'm tired of being unhealthy. I am sick and tired of having to go to the doctor and take so many medicines that I have to have them written down on a piece of paper because I can't remember them all. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. That person was just inspired to go out and do something about their body. Now, that's important. It is the temple. But right now, what's more important than any of that is our spirit, man and woman. Our spirit in our body right now. The one that God is going to call home one day because he's going to say, I know you and you know me and we are tight. We are close. And I have a, I have a connection with you. Tonight is the night, right now, leading up into the other nights and for the rest of your life to say, I am inspired. I am tired of being a spiritual failure. I am tired of portraying to the public, portraying to my family and everybody else around me that I'm a Christian. And I know that I'm really not. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of lying to myself. I'm tired of seeing myself in the mirror knowing that I'm not who I say I am. And I'm sick of it. And today it changes. I, it's time that we get inspired. And I believe that somebody is walking out of here tonight inspired to do better for themselves. Let me just briefly share with you. Uh, can y'all start that clock for me? I know it's, look guys, it's scary. We're still sitting at zero. <laughs> so we haven't officially started. I'm just joking. It's fine. Hey, Carissa, it's good. I've got my watch. I'll just look at my watch. This is going to be brief. I'm more than halfway through already. We want to be respectful of your time on, on these revival services. I know that you've got a lot going on, and some people have to work tomorrow, and you can't make it. But, hey, if, we'll see you when we see you. We're glad you could be here tonight. Get all you can tonight. I want to just briefly explain to you how this sermons came to me and the whole process with this. It makes me a little uh, scared to do another revival because I, I sleep very, very well. My wife knows, and she laughs at me. She goes, you go to sleep so fast. We, we get in the bed, and you've, you're asleep in like a minute. Like literally like five, five minutes will be a long time. Twelve seconds. Twelve, she timed it one night. I'm literally head on the pillow, and it's just. I, so this was my answer to her always. I'm like, baby, I got a clear conscience. <laughs> I just, I'm, I got a clear, when you got a clear conscience, you just fall right to sleep. You're like, Lord, I lay my head. Down on this pillow, pray my soul to keep. I'm not even worried. I got a clear conscience. So I say that to say this. I sleep very well. I sleep all night long. I don't wake up. I sleep. Three nights in a row. Uh, pardon me. There was a, a one night that, that this did not happen. But for three nights, 
Okay, the first night, I got to share this with y'all. The first night, I woke up. Whoa, just, I'm talking about like wide awake. I'm just like, I'm thinking the sun must be up. I'm so awake that it's just a. Was I asleep? I mean, what? I looked at my, um, I reached over, I touched my phone, 3 a.m. I'm like, what in the, 3 in the morning? Why? I don't want to be awake. And I, and went, so this is what happened. As soon as I woke up, I mean, immediately, I didn't, it was not like thinking about it, trying to recount a dream or nothing. It was just like, I woke up and I was like, three, three day journey? Three day journey. Why am I thinking three day? Why? Three day journey. I'm just, it's just playing in my head. Three day journey, a three day trip, a three day journey. Why am I thinking this? I couldn't go to sleep for like an hour. Uh, that morning, I woke up and I began to study and research and I, I came across this scripture and I said, like, Lord, are you okay? Day one. Friday night, we're, we're preaching this. It's a three-day journey. I don't know where we're going with three days. I mean, it's a three-day revival. What in the world? I don't know what we're doing. The next night, threes, threes, threes. I mean, I'm like, Lord, I'll, let's just go all the way to that third day where you resurrect and you came up out of that grave. I love that. I, I begin to see so many threes. I'm, I'm like, this is even in Exodus 3. I'm like, well, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? Next night, Three o'clock in the morning, wide awake. I can't tell you what I was thinking because I don't want to ruin tomorrow night. But I'm telling you, it was just like, okay, that's the message. So that day, I went to my wife. I hadn't even told her. I said, I'm fully expecting. I'm, I went to bed like, I'm like, Lord. And I told her, I said, if God wakes me up at three o'clock in the morning, there is no doubt. Because I don't wake up at the same time. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen. And my faith was like, uh, I must have just woke up and I must have just, the next night, last night, I'm asleep. Oh, I just woke up and I am I am awake. What's, and I'm immediately, I mean, I just knew, God just told me, I mean, it was just boom, right there. I'm like, okay, here we go. Thank you, Jesus. Because I had prayed that prayer weeks, you know, like a week ago, saying, Lord, I've never done a revival. I don't know. what. Do, God, you're going to have to help me. He said, okay, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to help you. Okay. And then Tuesday, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to help you. I'm sorry that you're going to be awake for a solid hour. Then you go back to sleep. You're going to wake up. You're going to feel worse than you did before. And today, the same thing. I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4.30, 5. I'm rolling around. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just get up. 3 a.m., three nights, three-day journey. Let this revival, it can be a journey for you. Tonight, we are talking about getting away from the enemy. We are escaping the enemy. And I want tonight, you know, if you have not repented of your sins and you need, we're going to make it real simple. We need to repent. Listen, if you've never been baptized... You need to be baptized. If you were baptized so long ago that you don't remember it, you need to be re-baptized. Re re I will tell you, Sunday night, we are going to baptize people. I don't know who's, somebody in this room is going to get baptized. Probably somebody's. We're going to baptize Sunday night after the message for as long as we have to be here. I don't care how long it takes. We're going to baptize and baptize and baptize. And we'll get an assembly line going back there. If you don't know, I'm, our baptistry is back here in the back. But on this journey, there's going to be some things that you need to do in getting this revival fire and making it, what we talked about revival, making something important again. To make it important again, you need to repent. You need to turn away from sin. It's a simple thing, I know, but that needs to happen with you. It needs to happen with me. If you're tired of being held hostage by the enemy, shout this right here. I'm breaking out. I'm breaking out. I'm going to break out. Now, why don't we try that again and let's say it like we made it. Come on. I'm breaking out. That's motivation. Now, I'm not going to get everybody to yell it again, but listen, you need to believe it for yourself. How are you breaking out? You're going to break out because the Holy Ghost is going to fall and move in your spirit. And you're going to say, God, I don't know how you helped me. I don't know how this happened. Only you could do it, God. Some of you have actually prayed this prayer. 
You said, Lord, if you can just get me out of this situation. Lord, if you can just get me through this situation. Lord, if it, it, this last week, this last month, and you've been praying, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it. I need a miracle. I need a miracle. Three o'clock in the morning, he's going to hit you with a miracle. I don't know when he's going to hit you with a miracle, but God is going to do it. You've got to believe it, and you've got to have faith that God is going to move in your situation. The three-day journey for the children of Israel was so that they could get far enough away to get free, to get back to what's important. Somebody needs to start moving out starting tonight. You need to start moving out, and you need to start getting away from the enemy. If you see this soldier here, listen, we're all soldiers. We claim that. We're soldiers for Jesus. We're Christians, and we don't, we, we don't feel like that the enemy can really hurt us. We feel like we've got on the whole armor of God. But I'm going to tell you what, some of you and me, myself included, there have been times when I have been a soldier for Jesus and I have been running like this soldier right here. This man was, is what I will say is getting some yonder. A man told me that one time. I'm telling you, this is a man who's like, I am getting out of here. I am running. I'm not shooting right now. I'm just running. There's explosions, there's bombs, there's shrapnel going around. It's moving everywhere. The ground is moving, it's rattling. And he is running for his life. I'm telling you, church, it is time for us to get on our three-day journey. It is time for us to get away from the enemy. We need to get out, get back to what's important. We have got to stop waiting for the right time. Because when you wait for the right time... That's the right time for the enemy. The enemy loves that you are waiting for the right time because it's always the right time. It's always the right time. There is a commercial that plays on TV, and it's talking about Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And it says, when is the best time? I see you. I'm going to mention it in a minute. When is the best time for a Reese's? Anytime. Anytime. Just so happens we have a young lady here in our church. Her name is Reese. And so I have now started saying, when is, what's a good time for, for Reese? Anytime. There she is right there waving at us. It's, it's a perfect time to be around Reese. Here's the trick of the enemy. You're waiting for the right time. You're waiting for the perfect time to give your heart to God, to really, you know, turn away from sin. I really want to get everything lined up. I don't want to give God, you know, the, the self that I have that is, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I really want to get things, I want to present to God, you know, a, a good sacrifice. I want to bring the sacrifice. I want, I want to really offer up a sacrifice of praise. And I really want to be true blue when I give myself to God. If you keep waiting for that, you will never, ever, ever attain that. He needs you to come to Him in your brokenness. He needs you to come to Him in your I can't do it status. He needs you to come to Him in your I'm fallible. I am a mess. I am tore up from the floor up. That is me, Jesus. I am addicted. I am bound. I am chained up. I have addiction. I have all of these things. Everything that you I'm a professional sinner. I am really good. I'm a good sinner. I am really, I'm a professional sinner. I can party. I can line it up. I'll get the crawfish. We'll get them boiling. We'll get the stuff. We'll get it on tap. We'll have a good time. We'll crank up the music. And we're going to have a good time, if you know what I mean. I am good at that. And I love to party it up. But Lord, I know I need you, but I just hate to bring you myself because I really am just rotten. I'm rotten to the core. And I've been lying to people. It's just, I'm. That's the person that he says, All I needed was for you to just say, I am rotten. I am a sinner. I need you, Jesus. This is revival. Remember, we're here for revival. We want to make something important again. Your relationship with Him is very, very important. What's going to take you up out of this place? What's going to save you if for some reason there's an accident, if there's a car accident, if there's something that happens? 
We don't want to be rolling that dice and saying, well, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll live for God, maybe I won't. I don't know, maybe, maybe, who knows, whatever. I don't know, maybe I will. Maybe. When, I get, when I get ready, here and there, whatever. No, we, it is time for us, church, to be revived, have revival. It's important to us again, and we are going to give our hearts to God 100%. Why do you need to give your heart to God 100%? Because you are surrounded. Every one of you have influence. Everybody got a Facebook account. A lot of people got a Facebook account. You got followers. Whether you got Facebook or not, you have followers. You have children. You have grandchildren. You have coworkers. You have friends. You got a lot of people that look at you and they say, Man, I respect that guy. You don't even know it, but you're respected. You're looked up to. People take what you say, to, and, and it's got some weight to it. And they come to you for advice, and they need you to be 100% sold out to God. You need to do that because the church, when I say the church, I'm talking about the church globally. The church is growing. Churches are growing. People are seeing, hey, I don't like what I'm seeing in the news. I don't like what I'm seeing. We need to get our hearts right. We need to get our hearts right. Who do I go to? You've got to be that person. You've got to be that disciple. So stop waiting on the right time because that's a trick of the enemy. It's revival time and tonight is your night. Praise team, y'all can come on up because we're going to wrap this thing up and it's going to be a time that we get ourselves in tune with God. Oh, that's, see, that's the scary part. There's going to all say, I knew, I knew this was going to happen. I'm going to come to that revival. I knew that. I love the music. Don't you tell me he can't, because I know that he can. And I'm just, wow. Uh. Uh. I'll be back Saturday night. Hey, somebody's going to do that tonight. It, it's okay. It's okay. But listen, we're never going to guilt that person. We're not going to. We're not going to say, "Hey, man, what in the? Did you not? I felt Jesus. You not? You didn't feel Jesus? They felt him. They know. There's a hard heart of stone in, in some people that has been so calloused, and God is saying, if you'll just keep coming, just keep coming. Come to come Saturday night. Come Sunday morning. Come Sunday night. Just keep coming. Just put yourself in that atmosphere of Jesus get yourself when you're not strong enough get yourself in the atmosphere you know I will liken it to somebody who wants to get in shape if you go online and you buy Chuck Norris's little sled thing and you look at Chuck Norris you're like man I want to be just like Chuck Norris that dude he drinks his alkaline water and he gets on that sled and he's married was it Christy Brinkley or somebody I mean he's got a supermodel wife and he's just and he's just this is all I do I just work out on this sled he's just sliding up and down and he's doing his little you know Chuck Norris can still do a roundhouse and knock us all out and Chuck Norris works out at home. Guess what? Chuck Norris is inspired. I guarantee you Chuck Norris uses his machine. 99% of the people that order online, they buy it, they set it up, they use it two or three days, and they're like, oh, man, this is stinks, man. I'll never be Chuck Norris. You know, those people will be way, way, way more successful if they just made themselves get up, drive to a gym, have somebody that they've called, Meet them there. Hey, man, where you at? You said you're going to be here. Come on, I'm waiting. I'm not going to start the workout. I know you're late, 30 minutes late, but I'm going to wait on you. You need that accountability. You need your church. Wherever you attend church, be there when the doors open. Don't miss because you're not likely going to work at home. You're not likely going to do everything you need to do by yourself. The escape is starting tonight. Praise team, I'm fixing to play a video here in just a second. When I do, y'all going to have to just pause just for a second. But you just keep on doing what you're doing. Y'all doing a great job. Please give it a hand. Yeah. If y'all don't know me, I mean, we mix it up here. Sometimes we play videos. One time I had an AR-15 up here. Uh, there was another time that I had a ball of matches and there was flames this high. You're not going to be bored. But you're going to, hey, it's memorable. I want, listen, 
I like the sermon to be memorable so that you can one day be like, oh, yeah, I remember that sermon about the AR-15. I remember about the flames. and that, Yeah, that was cool. I remember a campfire. I remember a, a whatever, you know, this, this. You need to have memorable moments and encounters with Jesus. You've had them in your life. Every one of us is, well, I can't say every one of us, but a lot of people have been to parties where you're like, man, alive. Back in 87, down in Cancun, man, you have no idea, man. We partied like it was 1995. Isn't that, isn't that the South? 1999, whatever. <laughs> Back in 99, down in Cancun, man, we partied. And it was 1999. Man, I'm telling you, it was, man, there was all kind of just, man, it was crazy. I remember that. But do you remember? A moment where you were, man, I remember for myself, I remember as young as seven years old. Why don't we have these children up here with us tonight? For myself, I told my wife, I said, we, those children need to be up here. Because I remember at seven years old, hearing a message like this and saying, I mean, I don't know what all I had done at seven years old, but I felt convicted. The Bible says we should come to God just like a little child. Those children are easily moved. If you are so hard and crusty in your heart that you're like, great sermon, somebody needs it, but it ain't me. It's you. It's definitely, would you say that again? Say that again. It's definitely you. It's definitely you. You're here. God brought you here. It's time that you get Jesus in your heart in a greater manner. Start preparing yourself right now. Start preparing yourself. The devil, so we've been locked up. The devil has been feeding you prison slop. Prison slop. You've been eating and eating of this world and you're taking in you're taking in there's stuff going in there's stuff going in these eyes there's stuff going in these ears there's stuff that you're putting in day in and day out the lust of the eye the lust of the flesh and the pride of life and you're just putting it in putting it in I'm eating baby I'm so full I'm eating don't bother me pastor I'm full I'm just eating I'm eating I'm not eating of the word of God I'm not praying I'm not seeking after the things of God and I'm eating and I'm eating and I'm eating and every day you're getting weaker and weaker you don't realize what is getting weak but that spirit man is getting weaker and weaker and weaker and you're getting further and further and further away from God listen this message is to all of us so if you're sitting here right now and you're like as soon as he dismisses we out the door because I'm hungry you have a spiritual hunger that you need to feed. You need to feed. Right now, it is time to run from sin and anything. Everybody say, anything that is separating you from God. And y'all need you to run like this right here. You need to run like this right here. anymore. We're going to leave it here tonight. Everybody say it ends tonight. It ends tonight. It's just you and Jesus walking out of here. When you see that, when you see that clip, it's you. 
in Jesus and you're just running. Play that clip again, but don't play the volume. Don't play the volume. I want you to watch what's happening. There's explosions. He's scared. You see him in his eyes? He's scared. He's thinking, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know what I'm going to do. And there's bombs going off. Whatever's been going off, whatever's been after you, I'm telling you, it is time tonight to run away from sin. And I'm talking about running like this. Running like this. It's just you and Jesus. And you and Jesus are going to walk out of here tonight. And you're going to be exactly where you need to be. I got one more thing I want to tell you. It is time to leave sin behind. It is time to leave sin behind. Sin is fun for a season. It is fun. You can have fun running around on your spouse. You can have fun drinking the latest thing or smoking the latest thing. You can have fun and you will get a high. But I'm telling you, there is no high that you can ever, ever, ever experience greater than giving your heart to God and really being where you need to be with God. This is revival. This is revival. So just like those children of Israel, they, they, they got up and they left on a three-day journey. You'll read about it later on. It was like 430 or 435 days. And it said, to the day. And God said, I'm going to move. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get them out of there. And he did it. But they got up and they left everything behind. You hear me? They left everything behind. Don't pack up to go back. Don't pack to go back. Don't come to an altar and say, Lord, I need you. I need you, Jesus. But I only need you right now, Lord. I just need you to forgive me of my sins so that when I walk out of this place, I can just turn back to it. Don't pack to go back. You have got to leave everything at an altar tonight. Everything. If you will give Jesus everything, He will give you. Come on, say it with me. If you give Jesus everything, He will give you everything. So these altars are open. We're not going to... We're not going to do this one, two, three. We're not going to do every head bow, bowed and every eye closed. The altars are open. Jesus, this is not religion. Jesus, if you want to, come on. If you want to touch from Jesus, I want you to get out of your pew. And I want you to make your way to an altar. And if you can't, the, the altar's going to fill up. So when the altar fills up, you kneel down at your pew. Raise your hands to Jesus and say, I need Jesus. We can't do it for you, but you got to do it. Come on. This is revival. This is revival. I need to be revived. I need revival. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Break every chain. Break every chain. Every bond has been broken. Come on. Spirit of God, Spirit of God, I want you to watch it happen. It's going to happen. Come on. Come on.
Holy Ghost, fill us. Holy Ghost, fill us. Jesus' name. That's it, He. That's it. be quivering. I'm, I'm, I don't, what's, what's happening to me? What's ha- I don't like this. Would you rather have a spirit, a demonic spirit? Would you ever, would you rather have something of an evil nature move on you and, and no, 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 no. We are, we welcome the presence of God. We welcome a mighty move of the Holy Ghost. So rather than just saying, Hey, thank y'all for coming. You know, this is what we could do right now. Let's, we could do it. Let's just get real about how church can be. Hey, thank y'all for coming. Hey, we're looking forward to Saturday night. Hey, hey, find somebody, shake their hand, and be fr- shake and be friendly on the way out. It's Friday night. Most of y'all ain't got to go to work in the morning. And what we're going to do, they're going to play that song again. And hey, listen, I don't care if you cry. I don't care if you got snot running out of your nose, whatever. And I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to turn this microphone off. And I'm going to get myself in tune and in touch with Jesus. And this praise team, whoever wants to sing, that's fine. But not we don't all have to sing. Instrument players, y'all play. It's time for us to be revived. It is time for revival. Ushers, workers, it's time for revival. We could all stand here in the room and just look at each other. This is revival. No, 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 no. Revival is you and Jesus. Revival is you and Jesus. I can't motivate you enough. You need to be inspired enough to where you say, 
There's a man in this church right now that went, and, and that's how he raises his hands. He just does this. He just goes. And, I, and when I see that, I know that I know that I know that that man has a strong, strong encounter with God. And there's just something about the, the, the sincerity of just like, Everybody in here, you need that moment. You need to have a memory and a memorable moment, not of a party back in 1999 on Cancun Beach. You need to have a memory of a service on a Friday night at Covenant Church. And you say, I remember that night. I remember that night. I was about to walk out the door and I said, you know what? I am so sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I stayed about 10 more minutes. And 10 more minutes turned into 20 more minutes. And I don't even know when we locked the doors. And I don't even know when we left. But all I know is God fell in that place. And the Holy Ghost fell. I'm going to say this. Why don't we all pray this right now? Why don't we just all say, Holy Ghost fall. Holy Ghost fall. You, hey, whether you know it or not, you're in an upper room. This is the upper room. There's a basement in this church. Holy Ghost fall right now. So everybody, every head bowed and every eyes closed. Let's pray this right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost fall. Jesus. Jesus, fall in this place right now. We need your presence. Come on, that conviction that you're... Somebody is feeling conviction real, real strong right now. And God is moving on your heart. And it is time to let God work. It is time to let that crusty, hard heart be broken right now. Let's speak to it right now. Every spirit of bondage in the name of Jesus, we pray for revival. Lord, I pray that you would make new the hard-hearted. Lord, I pray that you would revive us right now. The hard, crusty heart. The one that has turned their self over to sin right now. I pray that you would break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Let deliverance fall in this place in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's 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 worship together. Come on, like let's let it roar. Let's let the enemy know that we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Come on. Jesus. Jesus. Fall.